This is a download from Ormskirk Christadelphians of one of our Sunday afternoon talks. A video of the talk is also available along with more downloads at our website, ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk or join us in person at our meeting room on Moorgate in Ormskirk every Sunday at 1.45pm. We hope you enjoy the talk. Good afternoon, uh, everybody. Thank you for coming along this afternoon. Um, our subject, as you see on the screen, is the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, this afternoon, uh, all my reference will be from the NIV version of the Bible, and they will be uh, on the screen, so you don't need to turn to, to the Bible if you don't want to. Now, we start with what is the definition of a gift? A definition of a gift is a thing given willingly to someone without a payment. It could be a present, uh, a donation, a charity, an inheritance. But the giving the presents was very common in the East and the old times. And the nature of the present was very different from the one to another. In occasions, they, they were given animals, and we can see that in um, Genesis chapter 32, verse 13, we read, He spent the night there, and from what he had with him, he selected a gift for his brother Esau, 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 hues and 20 rams, 30 female camels with the junk, 40 cows and 10 bulls, and 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. They also were given uh, jewels and gold and silver and clothing, and that we can see in Genesis chapter 24, in verse 53. Then the servant brought out gold and silver, jewelry and articles of clothing, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave costly gifts to her brother and to her mother. As well as that, they were given furniture, crockery, and also food, and Second Samuel chapter 17 and verse 28. They brought bedding and bowls and articles of pottery. They also brought wheat and barley, flour and roasted grains, beans and lentils, honey and curds, sheep and cheese from cow's milk for David and his people to eat. And they were also given other things. In First Kings chapter 10 and verse 25. Year after year, everyone who came brought a gift articles of silver and gold, robes, weapons and spices and horses and mules. Now to refuse a gift was considered as a high humiliation and this created a bad feeling and it was an insult to the person that gave the gift. And now we look at a different man giving nowadays gifts. For example, on somebody's birthday or a wedding or someone's special day, they will be given like perfume or some type of clothing it could be a book, a laptop, or maybe something with more value, like a holiday. It could be a car, or a house. And the list goes on. All these are men given gifts and are temporary, but all of them cost money. Now we have to see the list. The, the, let's see the list of gifts from God. From God, He gives us the trees. He gives us the water and the mountains, the rain, the sun, the moon and stars, and also He gives us the earth where we live. 
but he also gave us our five senses. He gave us the sight, the hearing, the taste, the smell, and the touch. All these that we take for granted day by day. But basically, he gave us life in this temporary world. But the other thing that we can give someone is love, care and compassion. And this thing doesn't cost us any money. And that is what God gives us every day. He wants us to be like his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus. And in John chapter 3 and verse 16, we read, For God so loved the world that he gave his only, only son, that whosoever believeth in him he shall not perish, but have eternal life. You see, he says, For God so loved the world. Now let's stop there for a moment. And let's think about our world and the people that live in it. And as we think about the people in our world, I think you will agree with me that in our world there is some really good people. People who are kind, generous, forgiving, caring, merciful, encouraging and loving. And now you as well, now you as we will all also agree that there is some really good people in the world. I think we could also agree that there are some very bad people in the world. People who are mean, selfish, unkind, uncaring, unforgiving, cruel, hateful, and impatient. And how many of us will say that we know some pretty bad people? Be honest. How many of us will say that within ourselves we have the ability to do some pretty bad things also? Now, if we look again at John chapter 3 and verse 16, can you not notice that what it says? It said that God so loved the world. It does not say that God only loved the good people, or that God so loved the people who go to church, or the hard-working people. It said that God so loved the world. For God so loved the world, he loves the good, the bad, and everyone in between. And how much does he love them? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. In other words, God loves all people. That means that there is no an individual in this world who God does not love, which is an amazing declaration. Now, what kind of person deserves that kind of gift? What kind of person will you give up one of your children for? I don't know about you, but I wouldn't give one of my children for anyone. So this gift of God, it is beyond our understanding. And Jesus this, did his Father's will and gave his life for us. And that is a great love and an ultimate gift of his own life for the whole world. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, we read, That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all the toil. This is the gift of God. Now we have to consider these two things. Wages and gifts. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Normally, on a day-to-day -day basics, you will get your wages when you work for it. Your company will pay you for what you are owed. So, what's the difference between a payment and a gift? 
The payment is something that you earn by your work. But a gift is something that you don't earn. It is something that is given to you as a present. And you can take someone to court for not paying the wages to you. But you cannot take someone to court for not giving you a gift. You deserve the salary but not a gift. We need to ask ourselves this question. Is there something greater than for a father or mother to see a born a son or a daughter? Is there anything more wonderful to see your baby smile or even looking at him or her when she are asleep? Then the baby grows, feeds, develops and breathes. Then much later in their life, when they reach an age, they will get a job and can buy whatever they want and can afford. And they will live a life full of challenges and struggles. All of the above happen again under the control of God. And no doubt the gift of life is a wonderful thing. That is what is called grace. That is good. God taking control of everything. He gives us everything that you need to live in, the, in this passing world. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 we read. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they might rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Now the word man is Adam in Hebrew, meaning mankind or human being. And it is used here as a common noun, not the name of a man or a reference to males only. This is true, not only in these verses, but in many others in creation accounts. Note this, it says, let them rule. And 27, Genesis 1, 27 says, So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God. He created them, male and female, he created them. Now, the word proclaims mankind, both male and female, and the image and likeness of God. An image, according to the to Strong's, means symbolic figure. The man and woman were the beginning place for him to reveal himself on the earth. And in verse 28, we read, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish on the sea and the birds on the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. God is speaking to both. He commands them to multiply, subdue, and have dominion. Dominion is over the creatures, not each other. He made people around us, good or bad, tall or small, different sides with different lifestyles. But God gives us the knowledge of good and evil to everyone, to have a choice, and he gave us his holy book, the Bible, to guide us, us in all decisions that we make. And in Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 we read, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God might be truly equipped for every good work. Now if we read his word, it will help us to understand its purpose for mankind and the future of the world. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45, we read, 
that you might be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and send rain on the righteous and the, and the unrighteous. So God makes the rain so we can have our crops, so the animal can drink and eat food that grows from the earth. And God not only gives us the gift of life, but preserves us throughout our lives with all our needs to live. God gives us free will so that we can choose to open our eyes, so we can have an understanding in our hearts of the spiritual things, and we can understand it is in sin that we are separate from God. And God has given us a physical life, which at its best will have more than 90 years if we are fortunate, but also offer us the gift of eternal life, and that, at its name suggests, will exist forever. Once our life is over, we will, be, we will be present before God, face to face, and will give us account of what we did in our lives, our bad deeds and good deeds. But there is one thing that is the most important of all. He will see us as we are in our relationship with Jesus Christ, the only intermediary between God and man. And we can read that in First Timothy chapter 2 and 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. There is no other way of pleasing God, nor even doing good deeds. But believe that he is a sent his son, Jesus, who fulfilled all the law perfectly, and then was punished undeservedly to pay for our sins, for the sin of those who believe in his saving work. And then he rose on the third day and conquered death. It is in that resurrection whereby we can rest in peace. Christ paid the price for sin for the entire world. And then one resurrected and today gives us eternal life by his work. In John chapter 1, verse 12, we read, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And in Roman chapter, Roman chapter 5, in verse 8. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And that day when we'll be in the presence of God, the only thing that will matter most if, is if we are reconciled with him, if we are his children or we are not. And that can only be through the sacrifice and work of Christ. Salvation is by grace and not by words. But we need to work to have a chance of salvation, to be in the new kingdom here on earth when the Lord Jesus will come back to establish it. And what will be like the kingdom on earth? In Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 6 we read, The wolf live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the jerling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, the jung will lie down together, and the lion will eat like the ox. The infant will play near the cobras then, and the young child will put his hand into the viper's net. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea.
And in Revelation chapter 21, we read, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth has passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautiful, dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them, and be, and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was sitting on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without cost from the spring of water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. And we read in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Now, it is a gift of life. Just as God gave us life, who also give us, he also gave us eternal life. If you believe that God is speaking to you, and that you are called, you must approach him. God calls sinners to repent so that they can understand the need to have God in their lives. Do the right thing now. You don't know how much longer you have in which God will allow you to live. But if today you understand and believe what God says, you must not wait any longer. To get closer to God can be reconciled with him. You don't need someone to guide you or follow ten steps or anything like that. It is simple to be saved. We are sinners. And Jesus is the Savior. It is that simple. The important thing to always remember is that eternal life is a free gift from God, paid for by the precious blood of Jesus. In 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 18 we read, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were the redeemed from the empty wife of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in this last time for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God. You, you need just to, to trust and submit to, to him honestly saying that you rely on your sin and you want him to help you. Tell him that you need him and you want to be saved, to help you not to sin and to lead your life in the right path. You will have the opportunity to be given that wonderful and priceless gift of eternal life only if you believe with faith in your heart the word and sacrifice and to be baptized in the name of his only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, we read, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
What a wonderful verse in a scripture. Eternal life is a gift from God, made possible to us through the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoyed that talk. For more downloads, videos, information about what we believe and details of our meeting times, go to our website, ormskirtchristadelphians.org.uk. Thank you.